Good evening and welcome again to Words That Inspire. This is your host, Dr. Janice Monroe Modest, and tonight we're continuing with our series about Manifest Your Vision. And our topic tonight is, do you value your vision? We're gonna be taking a look uh, through God's Word, which is the ultimate success book, and just kind of talk about the mindset shifts uh, that needs to happen in order to be able to manifest your vision. So stay tuned because we're talking about you tonight. We're talking about your vision tonight, your goals, your dreams. They're all important to God because they're important to you. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. I am so glad that you value your vision. How do I know that you value your vision? Well, you stay tuned because you knew tonight we wanted to talk about what mindset shifts that needs to happen so that your dreams, your visions, your goals can become a reality. Because we realize that God is the giver of dreams. He is the one who gives you that um, a vision of your life. Uh, because he says, without a vision, my people perish. So he knew that there have to be hope in your life. You have to hope for better. You have to hope for more in order for your life to be fulfilled. So we know that the enemy, he wants to crush your hope. He wants to keep you oppressed and depressed so that you have no dreams, you have no vision, or he just wants you to give up, to give up on your dreams or to give up on your vision because then God's will in your life will not be fulfilled. But just as much as he's against you, we know that God is for you and he wants to help you uh, achieve the visions and the mission that he has for you. So I'd like to take a look quickly at Abraham, for example. We read about Abraham uh, in the Old Testament and we know that it, it tells us that even now we are Abraham's seed or an heirs according to God's promise. And we know that what God promised Abraham was the blessing. Just like we know from Jeremiah 29, 11, what God promised Jeremiah, as he always promised his kids. He, God is looking out for you. That he is looking for, for you to achieve and to have that fulfillment in life, um, according to John 10, 10. He wants that for you. But there's some mindset shifts that has to happen in order for that to occur. So that's why we're going to be using uh, Abraham as an example um, of this, because we know that when God first gave him Abraham and Sarah, when he first gave them, uh, he came to them and said, hey, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And when Abraham heard that, he just busted out laughing. He had no value in the vision. He did not think the vision could happen. He didn't think it was for him because looking in the physical, there was nothing in the physical to show that um, he can have one child because he had zero kids. Sarah was 90. She had no children. And here God is telling him, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And so he laughed. And then Sarah laughed because she was like, ah, 
I don't see how that's going to happen. So she laughed. So sometimes we laugh at ourselves or other people laugh at us when we share our vision because sometimes it's so grand and we're like, man, but I don't have anything. How can God use me to do this great work, give me this lavish dream and I don't have anything to get started with? Well, here's what he had to teach um, Abraham. He wanted Abraham to number one. The first mindset shift that had to happen to Abraham and Sarah was they had to value their vision. But in order to value their vision, God knew that the first thing that he had to do in order for that to happen is for them to see the vision clearly. So let's take note and let's learn and let's look through because we know that Abraham got to see, to live, to see the, the promise be fulfilled. He got to be, uh, God told him he was going to bless him. He's going to bless his seed after him. And we know that that happened. It's recorded in God's word. And so we know that just having that mindset shift is, is all it took. So what we're going to do then is we're going to find out, well, what mindset shifts had to happen for Abraham to see the manifestation of his vision. And then we will just do the same because God's word is written for us to follow so that we can enjoy the life that he has uh, promised to us. And so what God first had to do for him, for Abraham to see the vision clearly, he told Abraham, I need you, I need you to look up. He said, look up and see all the stars in the sky and try to number them. And of course, Abraham was like, man, there are too many stars, more than I can number. And God says, that's exactly how much seed you're going to have. Um, you're going to have so much that you won't be able to count it. And so Abraham is thinking, man, I don't even have one child. And here God is showing me, you know, that this is what he wants for me to have. And just having that vision and being able to visualize that was the first step that God had to use in order to help Abraham and Sarah visualize, I'm sorry, or value their vision. It was through visualization. And that's why we always do vision boards. It just vision boards kind of help you to visualize what your vision is. And of course, I have all these resources of vision boards, etc., that I will share with you at the end. Uh, but the second thing, it was what God had to teach Abraham was, and he's teaching you today, <laughs> is that for us to expect greatness, not defeat. You have to expect it. And he couldn't expect it, number one, if he didn't see it. And if he didn't value it, that's where we are right now. But he also had to expect it. And a quick story is I just recently got in a, a car accident. And when I called the insurance company, they said, well, we have this um, smaller car available for you to have. And I had a, a midsize um, or a crossover SUV. And so once I called and they, they, they allow me to call the rental company and they were like, well, we have this little car. And I said, man, that that's kind of a, um, a smaller car. I wasn't expecting that. And then they let me know, well, you know what, if you call them back and let them know, they will put you in for a bigger one. So I went ahead because I knew that 
I went ahead and I called and I said, hey, I heard that I could have something bigger. That just taught me something. I, my takeaway from that was, if you don't expect greater things, you won't know to ask for it. And so that's why it's so important that God allows us to um, to see the vision. And then he wants us, he wants to allow us to expect something greater. Now that may be something small, but just think about you right now. Are you expecting greater or are you expecting defeat? So I want you to expect even greater things than what it is you have. Because when when God gives us a vision, it's always more than we can imagine. Because that's just how he is. Because he wants to do it. <laughs> and his ways are higher than ours. So of course, it's going to look intimidating at first because it's a vision that God gave us and he's not expecting for you to have all the answers. He's not even expecting for you to have all the natural resources. He's expecting for you to, um, to expect it. He wants you to visualize it. He wants you to expect it based on what he's saying. And so even in Jeremiah 29, 11, Jeremiah also didn't expect uh, to be able to fulfill the promise God had for him. God told Jeremiah, listen, I'm going to put you before, before kings and you're going to talk to them and you're going to tell them what I say. And Jeremiah was like, me? I'm so young. I don't know how to do this or that. And you know what? When God gives you a vision, he always gives you something that you're not able to fathom that you can do. But all he had to tell Jeremiah was, listen, I know the plans I have for you. It's plans of, uh, we say peace in English, but when you look it up in the Hebrew, that word there is translated shalom, meaning wholeness, safety, prosperity. It means wellness. So God was telling Jeremiah, listen, this is my plan for you. So don't worry about whether or not it looks doable. Just worry about um, what I'm telling you I'm going to do. And so Jeremiah had to get to the point, just like Abraham and just like, like I have to do, you have to do, we have to get to the point where we expect greatness. And number four, we have to know what's in our package. So that's why God had to tell Jeremiah, listen, in your package is wholeness, is safety. These are all the things that I want for you to do. So, uh, yes, I know you, you can't. You know, you're not the greatest speaker. Well, hello. <laughs> I didn't get you because you were the greatest speaker. Uh, we know he used Moses. Moses says, man, Lord, I can't even speak. How, how do you want to use me to speak? God's like, don't worry about it. What I need for you to do is to have faith. And that leads us to number five is to wait in faith. So we don't have to worry about what we can do. We want to focus on what God will do. He will do whatever he says he's going to do. So what if Abraham had just stayed there and focused and said, well, you know what? When we're really old, up in age and, you know, we can't do this. And then he just turned around and went the other way. He would have never received the promise. What if Moses just said, you know what, Lord? I have a stutter. I can't talk. 
Um, and then we have our, our own excuses. We, we might say we don't have any money. We don't have any education. You know, we have all the excuses why we can't do that vision or that plan that's in our lives. We also have all these other reasons why we can't upscale our vision. We always want to downscale it so it's doable for us. But God never gave you a vision for you to fulfill on your own because then he's not even involved. But he is saying that he is the one who gives us the vision. He drops it in your spirit about uh, what it is that you want to do, what it is that you are passionate about. And he just wants for you to value your vision, see it clearly, expect greatness and not defeat. As hard as it may sound, as hard as it may be. But the key always is for you to know um, what's in your package. So if you don't know what's in your package, you won't know what to expect. But the cat's out the bag uh, because now you know to expect wholeness. So now that you know God's word and you know who he is and you know what he thinks about you, now you know that he wants you in healthy relationships. We know he wants you having all your needs met. Uh, what else did we say shalom was? Wellness. So we know he doesn't want you depressed and sad and lonely. You know, we know that is not his plan. And we know clearly whose plan that is. It's not God's. <laughs> so we have to be able to recognize these things in order for us to even get to the point where uh, we value our vision, which is really saying that we value ourselves because you can't value your vision without valuing who you are. You have to know that God has chosen you for greatness. You have to know that, wow, this is for me. You know, God's word is for me. We know that he says, whosoever, whosoever believe it, that's who he's talking to. And so I want you to believe what he is saying about you. Believe that Jeremiah 29, 11 is for you. Believe in from John 10, 10, that Jesus says he came that you might have life to the full till it overflows. So believe that and get into the covenant with him. And, you know, so that we can actually manifest the vision that God has for us. And that's the key. We want to manifest a vision, but we need to go to the vision giver. We know who the person is, who gives us these visions, who gives us these um, dreams, who is the one who benefits, who gets the glory. God gets the glory from that. And so he wants to show himself strong in you. He wants to um, manifest the vision through you. And the awesome thing is he can't do it without you. That's why he called you. He gave you the vision. He gave you the passion because he he is there teaming up with you and saying, hey, I have a I have a man. The plans I have for you is amazing. All I need for you to do is for you to believe it. 
and he knew it was going to be hard. So he had to take Abraham through some steps, Moses through some steps. Um, who else? Just, just think about any random person. And that includes you and me. He has to take us through some steps to shift our mindsets so that we could believe that what he says he's going to do through us, he indeed is going to do. So when we get back, we talk about the other steps that has to be taken in order for you to manifest your vision and value the vision that God has given you.